there is somebody who could be on the board for the Indianapolis Colts at number 42 who would be a realistic choice for Chris Ballard to take and checks a lot of boxes for things that he looks for in a guy at that level, and it would drive fans nuts. I'll tell you who that is. Uh, Also, don't weep for Frank Vogel. Look, fired by Adrian Wojnarowski, he's going to land quite softly on a big, giant pile of money. He's just fine. The Pacers, they're not going to trade for Russell Westbrook or Russell Westbrook's contract. Whether it fits or not, there's not a return that makes any sense for the Pacers, so let's look at that. Tonight, playing games, meaningful for the Pacers. If the Cavaliers can beat the Nets, you know what? The Pacers, they get the Cavaliers' first-round pick. If the Cavs lose, and then they would lose later in the week to the winner of the Hawks and the Hornets, that pick would not go to the Pacers, and we would be in the same situation for the 2023 draft. So there you go. And I've got the best uh, advice ever for sports parent, uh, sports parents, youth sports parents. If you've got a kid playing sports, I implore you to listen to the end of this thing. As always, if you've got a question, donate. I see the question. Boom, I'll answer it immediately. That's the way it works. Hit subscribe, hit the like button, ring the bell. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling for Tuesday, April 12, 2022. Brought to you by great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Give them a call. You got a plumbing problem? They got a plumbing solution. That's what Jared Johnson does. 765-610-8809 is the number. Colts, who could they take? Who would be your nightmare for the Colts to take at number 42? We know what their needs are. They need wide receivers, plural. They need a tight end. They need maybe a cornerback. They need a left tackle. They have needs. Who would be the guy in this draft who checks all the boxes that would drive fans crazy but provides Chris Ballard what he absolutely covets? Talent at a, a low price, right? Chris Ballard is a kind of guy, and he may do this. You go to Nordstrom, you know where they got the clearance sale. You know where that rack is. You can go to Nordstrom Rack and see what it is. Uh, Colts, who they signed today, they signed, uh, I'll tell you who they signed. They signed Brandon King, who is a special teams ace. So they have signed Brandon King, a uh, really good special teamer, kind of to replace Matthew Adams, who went to the Bears with Matt Eberflus. And then they have also signed Armani Watts as a backup safety and special teams ace to replace George Odom. So there you go. They signed Brandon King today to a kind of, I'm sure, a low-ball deal. He is a special teams-only guy. He's taken two snaps as a defensive back in a regular season game in the NFL in his life. So he is all special teams. Thank you for the donation, by the way. Uh, That guy for the Colts at number 42, if they step up to the microphone and they say uh, the Indianapolis Colts select David Ajabo, you are going to lose your minds. David Ajabo was a top 10 to 15 pick until at his pro day in March, he ruptured his Achilles. 
another defensive end who could have been a top 15 pick rupturing his Achilles. It is a marriage made in hell for Colts fans, for God's sake. Coming off Dio Odengbo being drafted last year out of Vanderbilt after he ruptured his Achilles training for the Senior Bowl, if back-to-back years you take guys with a to- with torn Achilles hoping that they're able to come back as explosive as they were before, that would be craziness. You you just went out and got Yannick Ngakwe, you've got Pay, you've got Odangbo, you've got, uh, you know, Lewis, Taekwon Lewis. You've got a lot of guys on the outside of that defensive line. But does Chris Ballard, if Ajabo falls, if he falls to 42 and the Colts have a chance to go get a potential top 15 guy if he was healthy, do they have the discipline not to do it, Right? Because you're going to have to wait. He didn't tear his Achilles like last October. It was last month. Nine months minimum to come back. He would be back in whatever shape he could get into, maybe in late November, early December. So not only would you not have a first-round pick, you would take your second-round selection at 42 and invest it in a guy who absolutely you know cannot get on the field until late November or December. Tell me you wouldn't pull your hair out of your head. Ah! Ballard! This is what you would do, right? You know, there's Jahan Dotson. You can go get Jahan Dotson at 42, perhaps. He's probably going to be gone by 42. But, oh, there's David Ajabo. This, my dream... I'm going to have eight defensive linemen, all of whom could make the Pro Bowl, but only four of whom could play simultaneously. I feel good about this group. I'm Chris Ballard, and I love building from the inside out. (laughs) Good Lord. I almost hope he does it. Gilbert Gottfried passed away. That's too bad. Gilbert Gottfried did the best radio bit I've ever heard on WGN, where he went in for an interview and at the behest of the producer was not funny at all. Gave no funny answers to the host. And it was unbelievably hilarious. Very, very funny guy. Did an entire movie about uh, about a single joke and how that joke could be twisted in a number of ways. Um, fantastic guy. And of course, we remember him from the Aflac commercials and then Something went awry with Gilbert Gottfried because it always does. Thank you for the donation, by the way. Uh, Like I said, the Colts signed Brandon King. That's a step in the right direction. Always with an eye toward building the roster from the bottom up. They build from the inside out, and they build from the bottom up. We have got to replace our 48th best player with a slight upgrade somehow, some way. Find me somebody who's going to be a slight upgrade over Matthew Adams. Good heavens. You know, it just drives me crazy. Hey, the Pacers are not going to trade for Russell Westbrook or Russell Westbrook's uh, contract because here's what the the Lakers control moving forward. They got the 2027-7 number one pick and the 2029 number one pick that they could deal. They've got a deal with the New Orleans Pelicans that like ties up a bunch of their first round picks. So uh, they're not all conveying to the Pelicans, but they all could convey to the Pelicans because of some protections. 
So the first truly unprotected number one pick that the Lakers could send this way with Russell Westbrook so the Pacers would take on that contract and give back Malcolm Brogdon and Buddy Heald or some combination of guys, Brogdon and Turner, whomever. Uh, now they would get about $45 million in cap space. So that'd be pretty sweet. That'd be all right, right? Because Russell Westbrook's contract expired. It's not going to happen. And they would never trade for Russell Westbrook and put him on the court ever under any circumstance. They would never do it. He's not going to sell tickets. What he causes where he goes, people to burn tickets. He is a pox on the face of the NBA. Nobody wants to see Russell Westbrook play. He is that typical diva. He is the NBA diva. He, you look up NBA diva in slang dictionary, and there's a picture of Russell Westbrook, who believes he is much, much more important a player than he is. Far too important to be burdened by teammates. He's got to do what he does. Russ has got to be Russ. That's a problem. Not just for Russ. It's a problem for the team for whom he plays. Played for the Lakers, of course. He wasn't going to fit. Speaking of the Lakers, Frankie Vogel. Frankie! As the great Eddie White calls him, out with the Lakers. We found that out yesterday. Uh, In fact, we found out the day before, I think, because... Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski reported that it was going to happen even before the Lakers played their final game. So uh, Frank Vogel's out, and and it seems very classless, and it wasn't Rob Polenka. You know, it was probably Maverick Carter or somebody in LeBron James' camp. They're not going to fire Frank Vogel without informing at least LeBron James. It wasn't Rob Polenka, by the way, a native of Lake Bluff, Illinois. Uh, and it, it, the team that deals for Russ is really in the midst of a heavy rebuild, and the Pacers might not be in the midst of that kind of heavy rebuild. They got Halliburton. They've got Heald right now. They're going to have a top-nine draft pick, ninth at worst. You could have the Cavs' first-round draft pick. you you got the 31st overall draft pick. You've got Isaiah Jackson. You've got Chris Duarte. You still have Goga Batadze. You got things, all right? So um, that is where the Pacers are, and that with the Pacers, Russ Westbrook is not a part of the recipe for success with the Pacers. You're not going to make this trade and recoup a number one pick in 2027 when the Lakers could be one of the better teams in the NBA again, and all of a sudden, what do you got? You got number 27. You don't want that. So, gone. Uh, Frank Vogel, millions of dollars richer. All he ever wanted to be was a video guy for an NBA team. And he was. And then Jim O'Brien gets punted. So Frank comes in, swoops in, has a nice time, puts Larry Bird in a position where he couldn't go get the coach that he wanted, had to hire Frank Vogel at the behest of Herb Simon. Frank Vogel was here. Nice long time, then he goes to Orlando, couple of years, then the Lakers, he wins a ring, more millions of dollars. Frank Vogel is doing very nicely, don't worry about that. All right, I want to talk to high school youth sports parents. Best advice I ever got about youth sports. Thank God I had a couple of beers with the great Mike Miller, who at the time was the head coach at Lawrence Central High School, 
and also the coach of my son's uh, youth basketball team, his son too. A, a blessing. Mike was beyond my ability to even describe. So at the end of the season, to celebrate, a couple of beers in Dallas, first time these kids played together under Mike, and I said, Mike, what do you want from parents? You know, you're a high school coach. You've been a high school coach. What do you want from your parents? And he said, here's what I want, Ken. I want them to shake my hand and thank me. That's it. A thank you and a handshake. So on cue, I said, thank you for coaching my son. And I shook his hand. That is all they need. And that is all you should give them. You have advice about playing time or anything else? No, no. Let the kid deal with the coach. You just shake hands and go away because here's what's happening as a result of parental malfeasance and insanity. They're quitting. Coaches are quitting. By the bushel basket full. Good coaches are just stepping away. They are underpaid. They are overworked. And parents are making this a major pain in the ass. And you couple that with what's going on with referees and umpires who are being dogged by nutty parents everywhere. They don't want to do that work for the amount of money that they're being paid. It's not about the money for them. It's not a good job, especially because parents, they're trying to give back to the game. Coaches and referees trying to give back to the game. You can make more money as a high school referee than you really can as a coach. So with coaches and referees, keep your mouths shut. Just thank coaches. At the youth level, 12-year-olds, my son coached 12-year-olds. The parents were crackers. The parents were completely out of their minds. So he's like, yeah, the hell with this. I got better things to do with my time than deal with these idiot parents. Love the kids. Parents are stooges. I'm moving on with my life. I'm going to do something else with my idle time. So if you are a youth sports parent, enjoy watching your kid. And if you have a coach, if you were blessed enough to have a coach, like we were with Ryan, with Mike Miller, Pat Mullen, Tom O'Brien, um, Scott Hicks, Jim Weitzel at Loyola of Chicago, who was interested in the development of your of our son, and if he's in or she is interested in the development of your kid, your son or daughter, shake that guy's hand or woman's hand, thank them, and move on with your day, and ask for nothing else, just that they care about your kid. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. I can't wait. Thank you for the donations.